So uh, you're telling me that your oldest is about to graduate here in a couple months. How's that feeling, um, youth pastor guy? Man, I feel old. I feel real old. Yeah, so I, I'm struggling as well. You know, I've got one that graduated, but he like stuck around. Yeah. And I'm leaving tomorrow to go on a college tour because next year my daughter graduates. She's not sticking around? She ain't. She, she's done. She's done. <laughs> she's had enough of you. She's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> she's so done. So she's she's leaving. So that's what we're doing. We're like, uh, we're going to check out colleges, man. So how are you guys? Ha- so I guess a lot of things are still maybe, maybe not happening. How's that? Um, how's your daughter feeling with the whole senior thing? It's been weird for her, you know? So we moved, obviously, in the middle of her high school. And, and you're in California. And we're in California. And it's a little tighter there. A little yeah. tighter. And then they actually changed schools this year um, again for a bunch of other reasons. Yeah. And so she's been, she spent her senior year doing online learning with people yeah, that she's yeah. never been in class with. They start back soon though. Like it, like in person? Mm-hmm. So after Easter, they start back a couple days a week in person. Well, hopefully that, hopefully they'll be able to ramp back up and get some stuff done. I think a lot of schools around here are going to be able to re-engage and seniors are going to not going to have to miss out on as much. Um, but, uh, well, that is a good reminder to everybody listening though. Hey, it's time to start thinking about what you're going to do for your seniors. Yeah. Cause you, you probably out of rhythm, you know, you didn't oh, do it last year or you did some different, some last weird year, you know? stuff last year. Well, what's yeah. weird for me. So your, your youngest is going off. So now I'm in the season where all of my kids are either past our student ministry in the case of my oldest. Yeah. Or, in our student ministry, so now so ever, you got no elementary anymore. No elementary anymore. So, so all, your son, who's the youngest, he's going to be in middle school. He's going to be, yeah, he'll be in. Oh, wow. And we we're junior high high school here, so it's seventh grade. So he's moving to seventh grade. So yeah, the clock's really ticking for you, man. Six years, you're done. So we have a set. We'll have a, next year. We'll have a seventh grader, a ninth grader, a tenth grader, and a freshman in college. Yeah, it changes everything, man. It gives you a different perspective for sure. Yeah, yeah. they've all invaded. Sure. They're all invading. Well, good deal. Well, hey everybody, welcome to the longer hall, the youth ministry podcast that we talk about you know what it's like to stay in youth ministry for the long haul uh, both at your local church and as a career uh, my name is Chris Trent and I uh, work with youth pastors and teenagers throughout the state of Georgia for what's called the Georgia Baptist Mission Board and that's a new gig for me recently and Jody is a youth pastor all the way out in California Woo-hoo. but he's in the desert <laughs> Because some people are like, oh, that's so awesome. You live in California. I'm like, yeah, okay, but he lives in the desert. It's really awkward to explain because yeah. we're in Southern California. And so when you say Southern California, people think uh-huh. Orange County, right? Anaheim, they think yeah. Laguna, they think LA. All those places are nice. Driving distance, yeah. San Diego. When we go it's a like lot. like the beach. If I understand, it's the beach, then some really cool stuff to do like Disneyland, yep. then some mountains. Yep. And then us. And then the desert. Where there's nothing to do. And then Las Vegas. Yeah, and like between us side. and Vegas is a few hours of less. Nothing. <laughs> of less. Of less. Of less. <laughs> More desert and less things. And uh, so when we yeah, lived, man. this is funny, when we lived in uh, on the East Coast, particularly when we lived in North Carolina, when I was in school, we lived in Raleigh for a while, um, we would go to Wilmington, North Carolina. And in Wilmington, North Carolina, that's where Interstate 40 ends. And there's a sign in Wilmington when you get on Interstate 40 that says Barstow, California and the distance, the miles to the very end of Interstate 40 because it runs from North Carolina to California. Yeah. So when we were moving here, we're like, we're going to go to the other side because it says Wilmington, North Carolina and how far. Now, in yeah. my mind, all those years, 
we pictured Barstow to look a lot like Wilmington, Beachtown. Yeah. Barstow is could not be less of a beach. It is in the middle of the desert. The claim to fame <laughs> for Barstow is that that's the birthplace of Del Taco. And that's... It's not a claim to fame. Um, <laughs> the original Del Taco. Their fish taco is not bad. Uh, but, the um, fries are good. Yeah, they are. Uh, it's weird yeah. for a taco so place. So de- it just the road ends in the middle of the desert. That's funny. Yeah, it's yeah, not at all like what we expected. You would think it would go all the way to the water. Yeah, you would think, but it doesn't. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, like this beautiful pier. Yeah, yeah, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, well, hey, shout out to our sponsors. We've got some amazing folks that uh, that help us out and help us to pull this thing off. There are some costs involved, and thankfully we've got people to help cover that. So uh, first up would be Arrow Sport. Uh, they've got this amazing game that involves kind of like a Frisbee and – it's kind of an indoor or outdoor game. It's great during coronavirus world because uh, you can yeah. definitely do it social distancing. But you'd have to go check it out, aerosport.fun. And uh, you and I both have these yep. in our youth ministries. And they're and awesome. we recommend them. They're great. Yep. So, And then also, if you are looking for some help with cell phones for your parents, uh, we've got a great guy named Barrett. Uh, several episodes back, we had Barrett on talking about uh, hit this new resource that he has that really is a resource you can put in the hands of parents and help them to navigate what it means to put a hand, put a cell phone in the hand of their kids. And so it's actually uh, a program, kind of a resource where the kids watch it with their parents, but it's not hokey. It's good. That's real you good. Know? So, um, so yeah, we highly recommend uh, that. We can put a link there, you yep. know, in our show notes page for that as well. You remember that? Yep, smartphones-101. Yeah, smartphones-101.com. Yep. Yeah. And so, and I think for Aerosport and for smartphones, if you use longer haul, you can save some money there. Yeah, totally. I think Aerosport, it's like free shipping, I think is what Something that like is. That. And then with uh, Barrett, there's actually a discount. Yeah. And then we have YM360. Best of the best. And speak, you know, graduation gifts. This is probably a good time to start looking. Dude, at last they year they did that amazing. And I don't know if it's know out if they're yet, doing but they will be doing it. Um, just It's just like, boom, here you go. Here's your graduation That's gift great. all in one box. Boom. Yep. And you Done. can use uh, Longer Hall, the number four. Yep. The letter U, Longer Hall for you, yep. and save some money there. But tons of resources. Hey, it's not too late to go to camp. Nope. Camp They've is got coming. some great camp options. If you're sitting there right now going, oh, my gosh, I wish I would have planned something because now it looks like we could have gone. Check them out. Not That's totally. great. I'm seeing that on a lot of the uh, yep. Facebook A lot of the Facebook people groups. are like, oh, no. Camp. We can do it. Camp. We can do it. I need a place. So YM360, they're great. Generate is what their camp is called. Can't recommend that enough as well. Yep, so yep. good times. Yeah, and then we haven't done this in a while. So I'll just say if you're if you're listening at this point, man, if you're not subscribed to the show or following, depending on whether you're listening to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening at, man, we would we'd love for you to do that so you get the episodes as they come yeah. out each and every week. And if you're finding them helpful, um, sharing that with a friend or fellow youth pastor, yeah. youth worker, we'd, spread the word. we'd appreciate spread the that. Love. We'd appreciate it. We do that. like talking to people. I mean, our 13 yeah. listeners really appreciate the show. We got more. But if we could hit 15. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that'd be, good times, good times fantastic. for sure. Well, hey, last episode. Yep. It was kind of a sad episode. It was a downer. It was, it was like, kind of a bummer. It was kind of a downer. You know, because it was like, hey, what if they don't come back? Yeah. Ah, but we've got good news. Because today we're talking about. What if they do? What if they do? What if they come back? Right? What if they do come back? We thought we would balance that. And honestly, at the time we recorded, what if they don't come back? We did not plan on doing this episode. Right. But um, I think I reached out to you and said, hey, man, what if we did? And we both kind of brainstormed. We're like, yeah, let's do this thing. And 
we've just got some ideas here that we want to share on what if they do come back, what do we need to be prepared for? How do we need to be thinking along those lines? Because even though there's definitely a possibility that some will not, we know that a lot will yep. come back. So, uh, and, and it may take time. Ta- it may take time. Yeah, it may take time. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But so we're both coming to the table. And like so often before, you you sat down at the beginning during our pre-show meeting. You said, I've got four. Yeah. And I said, I've got four. And that was, and we didn't we even plan that ahead of time. I'm telling you, man, it's like great minds think alike. We're just connected like that, you know. It's and, a little scary. Uh, it's a little, yeah, it's terrible. It's what it is. So, um, uh, all right. So that said, uh, I've got four. You've got four. Why don't you? St- why don't you go first? Okay, you're going to use one of mine. I know you're going to like always. You're going to steal one of my good ones right off the bat, probably. Okay, but my but first one is this: um, don't expect it to be like it was. Dang it! See, see, now you're down to three. Don't expect it to be like it was, and that doesn't okay, mean it, mine's still a little different. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna it. save it for a second because it's a little different. But okay. go ahead, talk to me. So I think you know the, the 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 danger or like the tendency that we have in this season, and we met with our student team yesterday, and we're we're talking through this very thing, um, is that we we kind of just want to go back to what it was. We have this idea, yeah. and to be fair, a lot of our parents and students are wanting to go back to what it was, expecting it to be what it was. And there's just, in most cases, no way that that's going to happen. Correct. To the the exact. So I think you have to come in with some realistic expectations that things are going to look a little different. They're going to feel a little different. And depending on where you are, like this is interesting. So we just, we do a big event every year called Camp Preview when we open camp registration. And typically that event is big deal. All of our campuses come together. Uh, We give them a little taste of camp. Camps come in, we play some games ahead of time, and then we do a big big service to get them all excited about it. And then we open camp registration. Well, this year it had to be significantly scaled back in terms of what mm-hmm. we were able to do because of COVID. But we were able to do that still. Um, and so we, we did a very toned-down version. And we come out the front, and we're like, hey, who's excited to be here? And it's like, woo, woo. <laughs> like, oh, that was, that was terrible. Let's, I mean... Let's try that again. Tell me you didn't do the old fatal. Oh, we can't hear you. That was terrible. Let's try that, that again. Who's excited to be here? And it's like, Woo. <laughs> that's what we got. All right. And, and what, <laughs> what we realized is that even for students coming back, it's just different. It feels different. We're all out of rhythm. We're all out of habit. And there's a lot of uncertainty. And yeah. And weird anxieties about things, yes. Of what it feels like to be back in the room together after being kind of separate for so long. Yeah. So I'm going to connect the dots here between ours because mine. You said it's going to be different. I actually said they will be different. That was my first yes. one. Okay. So, all right. I'm going to make a really nerdy pop culture reference here. I'm shocked. We're all shocked. Lord, Lord of the Rings. Oh, you, okay. I didn't see Lord of the Rings coming from you. <laughs> we talked about that's one of the greatest movie series of all time. Okay, um, Lord of the Rings. Frodo Gandalf had this great moment where Frodo's like, "I wish it wouldn't have happened." Blah blah blah. He said, "Will I make it back?" And Gandalf has this beautiful line where he says, "If you do come back," well, he says, "You may not come back, right?" And yeah. then he's like, "But if you do, you won't be the same." Right. Yeah. Okay. That's the nerdy reference, but I, I've been—I'm not kidding when I say that—that that thought has been yeah. kind of—I've been wrestling with that. 
because here's the thing. I think people are going to be different as a result of what we've gone through. Now, here's what I, here's what I, I don't have this, the answer to how. Sure. Yeah. No, like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, here's how your teenagers are going to be different because I don't think we know yet, but I do think that kids are, this has been a year unlike anything most of us has ever dealt with when it comes to what I think is going to be impact. And I don't think we're going to know for a while. Here's what I am saying though. Here's my tip for everybody. You've got to watch for that. I think you've just got to pay attention to the fact that kids that you thought was one way, they may were one way. They may be different now. You know, I think they're going to be different. I think people are going to be different Yeah. again. How, I don't know. I mean, I've got some ideas, you know, um, and some of that's going to be coming out here the rest of this thing. Like, what if they do come back? Uh, but uh, I, yeah, I think, and honestly, it's a little bit like what you said. I think there are moments where maybe what worked before mm-hmm. may not wor- work the same. You know, like where yeah. you said, you know, you stood up and in the past, everybody's like, woo. Okay, we're so excited because we're talking about camp. Now they're like, yeah, we don't. You know. Yeah, and you know what was weird about that is, um, I mean, we, we obviously having to do a lot of different things here in terms of capacity limits and all that stuff. And uh, so, but we still had a really good turnout for that event. Yeah, sure you did. And yeah. so we we walked in and looked out and we're like, holy moly. Like, but you also, tell me, but here's the thing, but you also entered that event, tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. This is what I'm thinking. With no momentum from any other events None. that you've been doing. Correct. This is the first big one. So when you say, hey, what's up, everybody? I mean, we've been meeting in person now where we are for a little bit. Outdoors for a lot of the year. And then we've moved recently, finally been able to move indoors with a incredibly reduced capacity. But this is the first, yeah, normal kind of rhythm thing we do. And, yeah, it was weird. So let's dig a little more on this because... I've got this thing kind of bouncing around online. Is it this is another so Lord we, of Rings thing? Because I am no, no, no. What what do we do? What do we do with this though? And how do we how do we discover how they're different? And I think I think part of that is we're going to have to make sure we're having authentic conversations with teenagers during these days. Yeah, and making sure that we're now. I don't think we can do the old like every time they're together. Well, how you feel? You know how you feeling? Yeah. How's, Man, how's, you know, but I think we've just got to pay attention to, um, and when things catch us off guard and they're different, maybe not in a big, man, something's wrong with you way, but in a way where it's just like, Hey, I'm curious, kind of, why did that land differently than it has in the past? Yeah. You know, like what's, what am I missing there? And just see what, What, you know, what kids are feeling. Cause I think what we may think is important. It's not important. They may feel it's not. I mean, you know, who knows? So, well, I think what's interesting too is in a in a pre COVID reality, putting a ton of students in a room was exciting. There's momentum around that. Yeah. After a year of being isolated, now putting a bunch of kids in a room is causes a lot of anxiety and anxiousness among our students. So, what what generated for many excitement before now is like unsettling yeah. and and especially as the night went on you could kind of feel the room 
settling in a little, you know, like, oh, okay, yeah. this is, we're okay here. But that, that initial, like, off the front, it was, and yeah, it was, it caught us by surprise. Yeah, no doubt, man. Um, because no doubt. we were sitting there thinking, one, we weren't sure if anybody was going to show up. We were, we were literally at the last episode, what if no one comes? And then when they did come, we're like, wow, they really came. This is going to be awesome. And then we get up there and we're like, yeah. So, okay. So we'll say that was one and 1.5. Okay. Yeah. I'll cut that. And we're just, you want to go, you should go next. So I don't steal okay, another I one next. Cause you don't steal another one. Cause you're going to steal all mine. I have a feeling. Um, here's number, here's what I had. Number two, this might be number one in all actuality for me, but, uh, number two for me was they will be hungry for spiritual growth. Ooh, now that's good. I, I didn't, I struggled with getting the words right on this and what I mean, but what I mean here, here's what's I'm, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you're going to have a group of teenagers some that have responded to all of this, they may have actually grown more than they ever have because they've learned to eat on their own. Mm-hmm. But I think you're going to have a whole lot that have literally pushed pause yeah. for a long time. Yeah. And I think what you may have and what there's where there's might be an opportunity is you will have some students that are ready to respond um, and and actually dig into the word and, and, and experience some spiritual growth. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And so I guess what I'm probably saying there is we need to be careful about, you know, once we do get back together, we need to be careful about not wasting that time. Yes. Oh, that's good. But make sure that we're, you know, we're really preparing some, some meat, you know, for lack of a better way to say, you know, some, yeah. some, some, some good stuff there. I don't know. What do you think? No, I think so. I think we've we've seen that already. Those that have come back are coming back because they want to be there. Yeah, they're ready. I mean, they're 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 purposeful in being there. They're not just yeah, totally. I think I thought well, they've been doing nothing for a year. They'll come just because they want to get out of the house. But that's not what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. That the kids that are actually showing up are here because they want to be here, and the parents yeah. want them to be here. Yeah. So that's yeah, good. Man. That's good. Yeah. Um, what you got? Okay. My next one is be ready for parents. Be ready for parents. I don't have that one. Okay. So here's what I mean by that. And I, mean by that? I'm speaking as a parent uh, to some degree as well. But even um, I hadn't thought about this until we started talking. Uh, but even going back to that same event, that camp preview event I was talking about. Mm-hmm. What we're seeing and finding is that parents are – in the last year, parents have recognized and they have had, maybe they maybe recognized is not the right word. They've been forced into a position that they would not have chosen otherwise in terms of they've been pseudo homeschooling their kids. They've been having dinner with their kids more often, even if it's takeout, they have had spent more time with their kids this last year. And so they're, where I think for so long we had almost like this soccer practice thing where parents were dropping their kids off and leaving. Um, There is an openness that we're finding in parents right now and an involvement in parents 
that we had not necessarily seen before. Now, this isn't like a massive tidal wave of parental involvement, but it does seem to be more natural in this season for parents to want to know what's going on, be a little more involved, be, like be a little more present um, than than they had before. Now, will that last? I don't know. But I think if we're expecting and at least ready and mindful of that, um, it could help us in that terms. That event specifically in the past has has largely been absent of parents because we do a parent meeting later. Um, yeah. It was more yeah. the focus of it was more to get students there, get them excited about camp. But this year, we had a lot of parents Interesting. who came, and they're always welcome. Like we always tell them, of course, we're welcome. You're welcome. We we want you to be here. But this year, for whatever reason, there were a lot of parents who were present. And some of it's probably like, what can we do in camp? It's COVID. What is camp going to look like? Yeah. Totally. Right. So, yeah, yeah. but even in that, that wouldn't have happened before. I mean, COVID is a real concern for many, but camp is always a little bit of like, what's going to happen at camp? And parents before but it's still were just an like, opportunity, though. Go. I mean, there's still an opportunity there, and there's still a uh, leadership moment of you need to be prepared for. To leverage that to your, to your, you know, and in, yeah, you're good, you know. And so what I would say is like, if you have been leading where you are and you've been trying to find ways to engage parents or a time to kind of up your parent engagement, which we've talked about a lot on this show, yeah. the, the, the need for parents involvement and how you partner with parents. Now may be the time you've been waiting for and it not be like you're forcing it because I think parents are now in a season where they're recognizing their need to be more involved, or at least they have established more of a rhythm of being involved. Well, they're, they're, they're different too. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And there's probably been a little bit of a rethinking, um, on, you know, on their part as well. I mean, they're, they're thinking differently. They're experiencing things differently. So yeah, I mean, yeah, dude. I think that's good. Yeah, I, and I honestly, that. that one, I'm excited about that. Yeah. I'm excited about that because I think we've been in that season of like, okay, yeah. how do we totally. how do we move forward and engage and come alongside parents more effectively? And even yeah. to see them, like we were even talking about that event. Well, man, what if next year we just reserved a section that's the parent section and we give them yeah, snacks totally. and we know how do we come on. carry that momentum? I like it. All right, well, here, here's uh, number next for me. Uh, um, this is it. Uh, what if they What if they come back? Uh, answer for me is you will likely experience a time of rebuilding. Yep. And we've talked about that off and on. Kind of we've been, you know, we've kind of sprinkled that in a lot of our conversations here. But I, I, I think you need to be prepared for the fact that if they do come back, which a lot will, it, it'll be a time and a lot of it's because they're different because they're hungry for spiritual growth. There will be a time of rebuilding almost like you're a brand new youth pastor in a way, you know, of course we know some folks are brand new youth pastors. We've heard a lot of people moving during the middle of this, which sounds challenging to me. Yeah. My goodness. Um, but I feel like a lot of, a lot of folks, man, you could be, you could have been doing it for a long time. And I, I still feel like you're going to have to learn, maybe some new skills you're going to have to think about. And you may have been at the same church for five, 10 years, 
but you're still going to have to rebuild some things, recreate momentum. We talked about that a minute ago. Yep. And that's just rebuilding because there will be some things that have been lost in the middle of all this. But that's the negative way to look at it. The positive way is to look at it, you know, is, hey, you get to rebuild some things. So while you're rebuilding, you want to add on a new, you know, new part. There it is. You know, there's an opportunity there. Yeah, I love that because, oh, man, I'm, yeah, we could spend an entire episode just around the idea of, of what it takes to build something new from what it takes to step in in the middle or to lead something that's established. It is very different skill sets, right? I mean, one is almost church planting, you know, so this idea of like church planting or revitalizing a student ministry, even if it's your own, sure. yeah. you may have served someplace for quite some time and you're walking into a room now that's much smaller in number or empty. Yeah. And what does it take? How do you build momentum from a handful of students when you were used yeah. to having a room full of students or, or even a, or maybe not a handful, but depending on your context, a, a significantly less number, because it's all scales. It all scales, right? If you're used to having totally. a, a large, large ministry and now you're, you know, significantly smaller, that is a different skill set. Um, it's going to require a lot more intentionality, a lot more hustle, mm-hmm. a lot more shepherding, a lot more investing, but it provides an incredible opportunity to invest in fewer students at a deeper and more intentional level that could lay a foundation for what happens as you regain and grow and reach. That's interesting. I I hadn't really thought about that until you just said it. I would dare say, full confession here, I think the longer you stay somewhere, pre-COVID, the longer you stay somewhere, one of the beautiful results of longevity is things get a little bit easier and you don't have to work quite as hard because you're not doing everything from scratch. You've built a culture. You've built everything. Again, just to kind of undergird what I'm telling you here, like with this is I I think you may have to work harder than you've worked in a while over the next couple of years. Yeah. You know, you just got to dig in. And, and yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay. So I'll piggyback on that a little. Come on. With my next one. I got one more after this. How many of you, how many of you got two more? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you, this is basically, I, I had leveraged the opportunity for change, okay. which is kind of what you're saying in, yeah. in some regard. But I think this is the time, like if you've got changes that you think you need oh, to totally. make, now's the time yeah, to do those. Right. And, and I think, um, as, as students are coming back, you know, even if they don't come back, whether they do or don't, this is the this is the moment and opportunity mm-hmm. to make some of those those changes. And I think you need to be uh, along with that. What I'll say is, and this is a conversation even that we were having this week with our student team is like we have to frame expectations. We have to frame expectations for people uh, and for ourselves in terms of like what it looks like as people are coming back and how we do these things. How do we adapt? How do we how do we change? What is it going to look like going forward? Um, and so in a similar way to what you're saying, like, yeah, I think this is, that's whatever, whatever number on three, 3.5. That's my 3.5. Yeah, I don't know where we're at. Good. Am I on my last one now? Yeah. Or you got one No, go ahead. Okay. Um, so here's the last one for me. What if they come back? Well, there's been a year without opportunity to respond to the gospel. 
Now, look, I don't mean like that, you know, God has shut down, you know, (laughs) I know that you can still trust Christ in the middle of a pandemic. But here's what I do mean. It's been a year without as many opportunities to call people out, to give them opportunities to respond. And so as a result of that, I think there is an opportunity for all of us that we need to take advantage of, which is we need to call kids out and ask them if they've not made decisions, you know, for Christ, that now would be the time again, because there's been a whole year where you've not had any kind of invitation at your church or, you know, um, you've not, you probably haven't done a lot of invitations over zoom, you know, um, the gatherings that you have done have been kind of minor type gatherings, um, you've been real sensitive about movement and people moving around and all that. So I would just say that I think there's an opportunity. There may be some kids that are very hungry and need to make some decision. Who knows how God has worked in their life in the last year. And there, there's an opportunity there, uh, to respond to the gospel, you know, uh, and make that, make that decision, you know, kind of in an official way or whatever. Yeah. That's a good one. You ended well. I was worried there for a minute, but you really, you? you really, uh, really finished out. I mean, that Lord of the Rings thing threw me off the front, dude. That was gold. I wasn't sure where you were going to go from Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings. Gold, but you don't like Lord of the Rings? Yeah, no, I love it. It's just not something that we that doesn't show up often here. Ever it has never shown up. You, I don't think you've ever quoted Lord of the Rings on the show. Well, there's yeah. a lot of Disney references. There's a lot of magic yeah. references. Yeah. I've probably quoted can, Nacho Libre a, a few times. There's a lot of Lord of Ring references I could come up with because I love that show. Yeah, but don't do that. That's a different podcast. Yeah, okay. No, I, but I, in all seriousness, I think that is that is something that we may not be as mindful of. Sure. Right? Cause, I just think there's been a void there for kids. That's all I'm saying. Like, there's just been good. a void. Well, and I think our tendency, I'm even thinking of my own self right now. Um is I am, and we were talking just before we started recording, like for a year now we've made decisions that felt very temporary. My dryer's done, I don't know if you heard that or not. <laughs> Go get your clothes. Did you hear that? Go fold your laundry. <laughs> I, uh, we totally do record this from our living room. So it's not <laughs> <laughs> from our home. Well, you're at your office today. I am today because okay, anyway. my kids are all home still. Sorry, I interrupt you. Go That's right. Um I am, you know, for a year now we've been making decisions that feel very temporary. And so we've been really, it's been difficult in the sense that we knew we were making decisions of how do we do ministry right now in the middle of all of the unknowns that things are going to change. Now for us, we're starting to make decisions that feel more permanent. What is, what are things going to look like as they come back? Right. And so that feels so much more heavy for me right now and weighty. Is that a word? I don't know if that's a word. Um, than what we've been doing. Uh, it's a different level. And so I know for me even, I'm finding myself thinking so much about the logistics and the the program piece of what it is. How are we going to pull off ministry now? And, and, and maybe not as much of what you're saying of like, okay, these kids have really been in a vacuum for a bit. And, and so... What does it look like to step in and be to be more intentional and, and challenge more? And I think too, that's even more important because the reality 
is like we were even saying earlier that a lot of the students that are coming now, this is your core. This you're not yeah. really seeing a lot of your you know maybe your fringe kids. This is your core yeah. students, and so to be able to lay that foundation and call them to make those decisions that that have been yeah. put off is huge. Huge. Yeah, and I and, and if I could be, mm, mm-hmm, if I could be a little you know. Maybe in your face for a second, I guess, listener. You know, it depends on who you are, I guess, listening. But I just think that now is not the time to come back and fall into the trap of thinking, well, I'm, I'm, I mean, we're just starting back up, so I need to make sure I make it really, really fun and, and entertaining and, you know, attractional. You know, I, there's, you want to do things right and you want to have fun. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not anti fun. Um, but I am, I just don't know that I would fall into the trap of thinking I'm going to work really hard on all of that and not work hard on the, man, spiritually, where do we need to go over the next season? What yeah. do we need to make this thing about? Where, you know, what do we need to focus on? Like, I mean, just, just an opportunity there, you know, and I think it's good. Yeah, that's yeah. Good, man. I would say I'm with you though on the weight of things, man. Like I think everybody's feeling that, Jody. I think everybody's feeling the weight of, okay, I'm starting back and I'm changing this thing. Am I getting this right? And part of that feeling is sometimes you're creating new things that haven't been done, and you're like, uh, okay. So if you pre-COVID, if you were to create something new, and you're having to cancel because it, it ain't that good, it ain't no big deal. Right. But now, if right. you do something crazy and you got to cancel it, it just falls into that. Oh well, yeah, something cancel else. On one more thing, yep. you know. And so, yeah, that, there's a weight to that. I think too, and maybe I don't know. I I don't even know if this is a list thing. Or if this is just something I'm thinking about, so I'll throw it in. If yeah, it adds to the list, we didn't number them anyway, so who cares? There's a lot of things that we've started over this last year because of COVID that are really good. That. I want to make sure that we continue to do. Yeah, totally. Right? So there have been some, like, whether it's our YouTube channel stuff that we've really spent a lot of time on. Yeah, man. Or, you know, um, incorporating some of those, like, opportunities for online trainings and Zoom things. I don't think I want all those to go away just because we're in person. So the, the reality is that even though they're coming back in person still, Mm-hmm. We still have now created new things that I want to continue to do. And so I think it's important for us to recognize and be mindful that if they come back, that some of those things with this last year, we need to be mindful not to abandon. That those things can really be a catalyst for our ministry going forward, um, whether that's parent meetings by Zoom or I know you did some trainings uh, the last yeah. year. You brought in, some, you know, Walt Mueller came in and did some stuff for you guys. and Yeah, totally. I mean, I think that needs to stick around. You know, for sure. those types of things. But if we're not careful, we'll focus so much. We'll shift our focus so quickly back to the in-person thing that maybe some of those other elements that we've been really more intentional and mindful about kind of just yeah. fizzle and fall. And that'd be a shame to spend a year doing stuff like that and then it not. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But the one thing I will say, mm-hmm. as we're talking through all these things, and I'm thinking, if I had to sum everything up to one word, it's opportunity. Like, oh, sure there is. Yeah. Opportunity. There's so much opportunity yeah. for us 
um, right. in this season. And I look, man, I know you're tired. Like you're listening. I know you're tired. I know you're hurt. You've had more painful, uncomfortable, awkward, frustrating conversations with parents and families and church members and fellow staff members and leaders. You've watched people leave your church over things when you felt like you were doing the right thing. And every decision you've made, you've, you've been met with people who are frustrated. Didn't matter what you did. People were, I get it. And you, and, and it is, it is, you know, it is the end of the semester, right? End of the school year. We're coming up on the end of the school year. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so it's normal to be tired this time of year in student ministry because you've been yeah. running and you're coming in even more tired because of the last year. And man, what I want to say to you is don't give up. Like don't give up. Don't allow yourself to burn out in this moment and fizzle out and, and feed in to the frustration. Find some folks to encourage you. Um, being, let us, man, let me encourage you right now and say that what you're doing and what you have done this last year may feel like so ineffective, but you have made a difference in the lives of some that you're ministering to. That And man, God is using you even if you don't feel like it right now because it looks different or it feels different or because you're fielding criticism that you feel is unfair. But man, oh man, oh man, stay at it because there is an incredible opportunity for us in this next season as we come out of this thing this last year sure to come out healthier yeah. in the long run and and see god really do something incredible in the lives of the students and families that we serve yeah because what if they come back i think what you're saying is we all can still make a difference in the lives of teenagers yeah and it's felt like it's been a year where we've not had as much of an opportunity to do that, but that doesn't mean we're not good at it anymore. You know? Yeah. Um, we can feel, some of us may be feeling a little rusty with all that, but I'm telling you, it can still happen. So it's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Well, you got to remember, why are you doing this? Why did you start this in the first place? Oh yeah. Right. I mean, granted there's some that get in here because they thought youth ministry would be fun. Yeah. That was a, a lie before COVID. You know, there are moments where it's fun, but it's, it's not easy. That's why people quit to go be a senior pastor. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Although it might be a little easier to be a senior pastor at times than a student pastor. I don't think during this it's been easy. No, it's not been easier. So yeah. Yeah. lean in. Don't give up. We are in your corner. And, um, man, we, cheering we, we, we're cheering you on. Yep. All right. Well, good episode, man. That was fun. It's a good conversation. This is the, this uh, is the cup half full. After yeah, the cup half full. Cup half full. Cup half full. Hey, don't forget our sponsors. They're yep. amazing. Why I'm 360. Wait, don't stop listening. Don't Keep listen. listening. Yeah. Stay in, stay in for a second so you hear this. Uh, YM360, uh, camp options, curriculum options, all kinds of options. And then aerosport.fun as well. It's a great game. And uh, you just have to look at it online and check it out. And then uh, the smartphone. Smartphone dash 101. Yeah, it's good. Good stuff. Good. So thanks all all those folks for helping us out. Yeah. Super encouraging. And again, make sure you are subscribed or following if you're listening on Spotify yeah. or iTunes or Google Podcasts or whatever and share this with somebody. We'd appreciate that. And uh invitation is always open to join our super secret podcast group. Yeah, man, for real. Um been some good, good discussion this year on there. 
It is, you know, and what what I like about it too is it's it's not like there's a ton of traffic every day on it. Yeah, you're not getting bombarded. But you're also it's a safer place to go in and not get just blasted for asking a question, you know. It is um, a very you safe get place. A few people that are very thoughtful in their response and Jody and I are always willing to respond. A lot of times we'll sit there for a minute kind of let other people respond, but um yeah. Yeah, for real, man. For real. I feel like it's a it's a really healthy, positive, encouraging community. It is. Everybody gets it. Everybody understands that we're all in this together. So, so I don't know if anybody's still listening, but I, I will tell you an idea I had, by the way, that I wish would catch catch root for the other bigger Facebook groups. And I want to create a rule called the lock-in rule. Have <laughs> I told you this? I don't think I've told you this. <laughs> no. Okay, Here's this is the lock-in rule. The lock-in rule is this. Don't have them. No, see, you're the guy. This is why we need the lock-in rule, because of you, okay? The lock-in rule simply needs to be if you if somebody goes online onto a Facebook group, Youth Ministry Facebook group, and they say, hey, I'm having a lock-in, and I was wondering if you could share with me your schedule or some games that you really like. Yeah. Well, inevitably, when somebody posts that on any of these big Facebook groups. Oh, yeah, groups, everybody's like, don't do it. Oh, no, the lock-ins are dumb. No, don't dude. do it. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm like, dude, that ain't the, guy, that ain't the question That's that got asked. The guy's already asked the question. He's just saying, hey, I'm going to have a lock-in. Yeah. So I need some help. So the lock-in rule is, look, if you, so if you're anti-lock-in, don't respond. Stay off the deal. Yeah. And the same thing is true for some of the bigger topics as well. Yeah. And I'll let you figure out what those are. But sometimes even from a theological bent, conservative, more liberal, whatever, sometimes people respond and you're just going, dude. Yeah. This isn't a debate about whether or not we should or shouldn't. This is a ba- this, is this guy's asking for some help with this particular situation based on this kid. Yeah, if you, you know? can help, help. If not, same thing happens yeah, yeah. in. So I'm in a bunch of Volkswagen. That's the lock-in rule. I'm in a bunch That's of Volkswagen groups, and um, inevitably, pretty consistently, people go. People ask like, "What kind of motor oil do you put in your Volkswagen? Your air-cooled Volkswagen?" And it's yeah. like, and you answer. No and one gives somebody you tells help you why you're dumb for answering. No one gives helpful answers. They're like, "Ah, oh, we just use vegetable oil, or you know, just stupid stuff." Like, man, the guy yeah. just bought a Volkswagen. He needs to know. It needs help, yeah. I'm sure it's that way in your magic groups. Well, I'm in a Harley Davidson group for my at my uh, sports eight eighty three. Same thing. Yeah. Somebody says, "Hey, eight eighty three need help," and they go, "Oh, you need to buy twelve hundred or yeah, whatever." Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, dude, I need the question. So anyway, that's so the what the, the point is this? Y'all spread the love on it. The Just, point is I'm this: you, if you come I, and you join the super secret Facebook group, you don't need only, you don't need the locker rules already. It people doesn't matter. Do people are just really people kind. People are already good. If good, kind, thoughtful saying. people. I can't believe people. If people are, if you're still listening right now, I am blown away Gosh, with your love. We love you. And uh, yeah. So anyway, all right, bro. Have a good one, man. <laughs> right. We'll talk to you later. Later, dude. See you.